When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, I was just looking at something. Do you guys, I'm going to show you something. You see this? Yeah. Yep. Wait, I'm going to turn it the right way. Have you ever seen this in any store? Somebody told me I could get it at Trader Joe's. Uh, I think we, yeah, I think we looked it up and it was Whole Foods too, right? Virgil, well, Whole Foods, that's right. One, yeah. one of the healthy ones. Like, you know, I gave up caffeine, you know, drinking Diet Pepsi and all. So I love Diet Pepsi and stuff, but there's a lot of caffeine. So I gave it up and I found that at a place called Sprouts, which mm-hmm. are, I guess, I don't know where the hell they are, but mm-hmm. uh, I started drinking. First of all, I like I, the diet, the wild cherry Diet Pepsi. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. I drank that for about 5,000 years. So I tried to, you know, replicate it or duplicate it. And this came about as close, but I, I just, it's not that easy. You can't find it in like major supermarkets, which I don't really understand. What's that called? Virgil's? Mm-hmm. Virgil's, yeah. Okay. Virgil's Zero Black Cherry. And there's nothing dirty or filthy or, you know, deadly in it. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Which is probably why you can't find it everywhere because people won't love the dirty, <laughs> nasty. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. Love dirt. That's probably right on the money. So, what I've done in the last few weeks is I've came, kind of changed my attitude toward humanity, my attitude toward humanity. Because mm-hmm. when I watch the news now, I just start laughing, no matter what it is. These news people, I tell you, between most politicians and most news people, it's not all news people. Local news is good, but national news, and not all of them. And, and uh, these, all they do is lie for money. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah. I watched a little bit this morning. I bounced back between there's a place called OAN, there's uh, CNN, there's Fox. All they, no matter if they, let's say it started snowing outside. They would have to change it so it's not really snow. It's a it's a form of frozen rain. So you have to understand that it's not it's not really snow. It's frozen rain. It's like what the hell are you ta- what are you talking about? But they make money that way. I mean, they make tons and tons of money by lying to us on a daily. Have you watched any of it recently? The national news. No, but I'm really happy for your health that you are viewing this. You're consuming this in a different way than you used to oh, because. God, yes. mm-hmm. I think you have to. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing I learned in life, the most important thing that I can tell any young person listening right now, don't ever trust anybody. I don't care if they're the president of the United States or the, you know, the lead anchor, whatever. They are lying to you to make money. That's just a fact. Right? Yeah. 
See, we come on. We don't lie on this show. We bullshit a lot, but we don't lie. It's a big difference. Yeah, that's probably true. I I don't have the energy to lie. Plus, I don't have an incentive. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can tell you that's going to make me any money. Right. right. So... No, you're absolutely right. It's just absolutely amazing with the people and this and that. And yeah. But honest to God, we just, that's, I kind of developed an edge to me over the years, just trying to trust people. And I found out every time I tried to trust, and it's not everybody, whatever. Well, let me give you an example. I won't name any specifics, but there's a radio company that just went into bankruptcy in America, which I predicted they would do eight years ago because of who bought them. Uh, and I did notice something I was told. So if it's a lie, you can go have a fit with them or whatever, that the management of that company took huge amounts of money out of it and then filed bankruptcy. Now that's yeah. not very honest now, is it? Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, that's the one that, so in other words, basically you're going to stick the American people with your bills while you take even more money. Is that what you're? Yeah. Doing? Is that what we're doing here? Pretty I much. Think, I mean, yeah. here's the thing: I could never have a company that's big where people are relying on that paycheck. Oh, I know. The guilt, <laughs> the guilt I would have about anything taking from them. So the fact that this person said, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of jobs that were in this company, right? Yeah. They're just what absolute now, or are they? Still I don't know going? what the. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the bankruptcy thing. It just basically, it's just. I've got a lot of debt and you're going to have to pay it. That's what it is. Damn. So I don't know if anybody, I suppose some people are going to lose their jobs, but it's unfortunate radio. I, I look, the one thing you can say about working for Hubbard and it's not because I work with Hubbard. I do not work for them, yeah. but working for Hubbard is a different experience because they have no debt. You know how, how important that is right now that they have no debt. Yeah. It's, it's a different as somebody who does like full on. I would call him Daddy and Mommy Hubbard, um, and they give me <laughs> exactly. my little allowance, and I have no problem being like Papa. bowing down. Um, they're a great company to work for. They're yeah, and I've worked for a few. Well, you and I both have worked for a few, and I that's this is where I started, and this is where I'm going to finish my career. And I'm I was very happy about that when Dan Seaman reached out to me and said hey let's get together and went over the pool and yacht club and what I, you know what i love about the pool and yacht club everything there are, it sounds there, awesome there are no yachts <laughs> there's a pool but there are no yachts <laughs> that's such a saint paul thing to do i love saint paul for that very thing and i love the pool and yacht club don't get me wrong it's a great place i got great food and all the rest of it but a pool and yacht club in minnesota is a whole different thing than it is let's say in miami <laughs> you know oh, what I God. mean? <laughs> okay, so the Pool and Yacht Club is technically Lilydale. Did yeah. that? Yep. Okay, there used to be a tennis club over there, Lilydale. Yeah, yeah. Is absolutely. It where that is? Um, it's as you go down 35E, you get off on what is it, 13? Yeah. I think it's 13, then you take a ride on Lilydale Road. Which is beautiful because you can get on that road all along the river. It's a beautiful drive. It's gorgeous. But, yeah, it's right there on the left. It's about, I would say, about a city block south of uh, of that intersection. Oh, but okay. Night- I think now it looks like they have a garden center where the club used to be in an apartment. But, yeah, that's that's a gorgeous area. It is. I love that. It is a beautiful area. Oh, so you're saying the tennis club is closed and it's now a, an apartment building? 
Yeah, it's something. I know it closed a while ago, because like, that's, that's where I used to play tennis um, as a kiddo. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a gorgeous area. I always think those people that have apartments right there on the lake are so lucky. Oh, it's beautiful, gorgeous. No doubt about that. It's a beautiful area. Well, that's the thing. You got St. Paul's got all that riverfront. Minneapolis got all that riverfront. It's just, I don't know that people realize how lucky we are to be living in Minneapolis. I mean, maybe not when it's below zero next week. I might not say that then. <laughs> yeah. But as a city, the politics are getting disgustingly horrible over the top. And it's just, it's driving me nuts. It's like, would you people settle down? They got this whole situation now they're working on. That the, apparently, they, they had thought they had this great idea that they're not going to allow. And I don't want to, I suppose I should probably read the story, but they don't want people destroying our public libraries anymore, right? Yeah. So, unless they, they don't want to let just anybody in there anymore. And what happened? Uh, the politicians had to stand up and go, oh my God, that is so anti homeless and, and so racist. What? Yeah. You just told me that black people break the law all the time, but I'm the bad guy? I mean, that's what they implied, is that, oh, because they're black, they should be able to break the law. That's not what's happening at all, you dumb bastards. No. Tevin, do you get sick of them using your skin color as a, like, a shield for them? Uh, yeah, but and I guess I'm confused with the library thing. So with so I live right across the street from yeah, right, the library right, downtown. And yep. about, we'll say, over the summer, there was definitely a lot of transient-type people that would hang out in front of the library because it had this big, you know, it has right. this big statue, and it's a lot of area right. where you can kind of lay out and whatever, relax. So the reason they've put up, you know, huge fences so that way people have to kind of, you know, piss yeah. off and go somewhere else. I've never actually been in that library, but I would assume there's definitely a lot of uh, people going in and out trying to use the bathroom and things like that. I don't like if so I definitely have seen them trying to keep people out. Right. And right. I didn't, I guess, have a huge issue of with it because now I didn't have, no. you know, a crackhead asking me for $20 every time I took my dog for a walk. So that was nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of the laws that they do make, whether they intend to or not, inadvertently affect people in a negative way that comes off as inappropriate. But at the same time, maybe the library is just tired of being harassed every day by the people that are outside. Then uh, it's dangerous. People don't yeah. want to go there because it's dangerous. Oh, there were, um, I mean, every day it felt like there were ambulances yep. and you know yep. fire trucks and emergency responders dealing with either a medical issue because of you know drug use or somebody got into a fight or something going on over there. No, not, I used to go to that, that library all the time. Matter of fact, okay, this was, a, you have to understand, this was a long, long time ago when they first built that library. So I don't know how many decades ago that was. Mm -hmm. But we're walking along one day on, because I used to cut a lot of voiceovers right there on, on 5th and Hennepin. Um, and it's right you know, one block away from the library and all that stuff. So I'm walking along with a, with a client one day. I was doing, I think it was McDonald's. He came up from Chicago and we're cutting. Mc Matter of fact, let me, Mention that too, by the way. I cut about 40 commercials for McDonald's for the Olympics in 1984. That's when the guy went to a McDonald's in San Diego and killed 27 people, and they pulled every one of my commercials because they couldn't advertise because yeah. all those people got killed. At, it wasn't their fault, obviously, but they wanted a, a low profile. So, you know, what are you going to do? But anyway, so I'm walking along with this guy. He's a great guy. We're walking along, and we went past the brand-new library and the big old sign. And I 
I'm testing the guy's sense of humor. I go, what the hell does that sign say? And he actually did get the joke because it said public library on the outside, or it just said library, not public. Or did it used to say public library? But see, the point of the story is, nah, never mind. Never mind. We got to get to, oh, we don't, what, no, we do have Phil. There he is right there. What does that sign say? M-A-C-K-E-Y. What, what is that? <laughs> it's uh, M-I-C-K-E-Y. Phil Mickey, actually, is Happy Black Monday in the NFL, by the way. The Black Monday. It's the only industry where they label the day where everyone gets fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping somebody got fired for the Vikings. Did anybody get fired yet? Nobody got fired yet from the Vikings. Who Are you looking to fire everyone? A coach? Are you looking to fire a coordinator? What's your, Everybody. What's your game plan? Clean house? You go, go away. Good. Hey, listen. Do we have any chance at all of getting Harbaugh out of Michigan? Well, I mean, Harbaugh is open for business, but I the, know Vi- he is. the Vikings would have to show uh, whatever. They'd have, well, the Vikings would have to fire everyone is what they'd have to do today. Works for me. So, yeah, he's so he's going to go win the national championship tonight and then uh, <laughs> become the, the Chargers coach tomorrow. You think it would be Chargers? Like. I do, too. It sounds like the Chargers are going to get him. Yeah, he he and apparently he loves their quarterback. He was telling people like two, three years ago how if he if he came back to the NFL, he'd love to have a guy like Justin Herbert as his quarterback. So yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But look at the value of Larry Curley and Mo. We got to hear with the Vikings; they're just phenomenal. <laughs> all, all well, hey, Mo threw for three hundred ninety-six yards yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Also, oh, how many interceptions? Yeah, he, he, it was funny because the announcers were like, wow, this is amazing. He's thrown for 300 yards. He has not thrown an interception. And like before they could finish Whoops. the sentence, he rifles off two interceptions. But, yeah, he's a yeah. Di- diet Brett Favre. He did his duty, which is make sure the Vikings end the season with a losing streak that gets them a higher draft pick. Although yes. they, might, yeah. they might be screwed because they're still only drafting 11th based on mm-hmm. like tiebreakers. And the top three teams, the the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots, uh, they all need quarterbacks. So yeah. the Vikings might not have they might not have tanked enough here in the last few weeks. Yeah, kind of looks like it, no question. But look, I'm I'm a big Viking fan, but I'm getting really tired after sixty years of them getting their ass kicked every year. I'm really tired of it. Yeah. Well, it's um we always we're like Cubs fans at this point. There's always yeah. next year is kind of our our hope and our slogan. Yep. Well, you know, the Cubs, I say this, if the Cubs could go from 1908 to 2016, 108 years and they finally won a World Series, right? Right. We're like right. we're only like halfway down that road. The Vikings have only been around for 60 years. So, I would either say uh strap in cuz we're in for another 60 years or I would say if the Cubs can win a World Series, anyone can win their championship. Yeah, we'll go with that. I will guarantee you one thing. Let's say it does take another 60 years, okay? I would be 132 years old, and I guarantee you the day before they won the Super Bowl, I will die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. I could live 130 years, but the day after I die, they'll win the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're just uh, – his heart stopped beating. Clear. <laughs> the Vikings play in five hours. We got to reset. <laughs> we got to do something with Tom. Open his eyes. Play. Open his eyes so he can see the game. Just weekend at Bernie's and at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> they just prop yeah, him up. You go. He'll prop me up. <laughs> go to the game. 
Now, I do have to apologize, by the way, because I was not paying attention because it had been so horrible for so long. But this guy over at uh, University of Minnesota men's basketball is getting something done. Seven wins in a row. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, so Ben Johnson, yeah, he's a right. former player and and he's their coach here. And it, it's hard. I think what's tough because they're still only getting like 6,000 people in there, 7,000 right. for the games because right. they were so bad the last two years that the, the bar is now so low that if they just win like three conference games to start the season, then, you know, he's he's cleared the expectations. But um, yeah, they're off to a really good start. I think they're three and one in conference after beating, uh, was it Michigan last night? Mm-hmm. Or no, they beat Michigan on the road and then they beat uh, Maryland last night Maryland, yeah. at the barn, right? And uh, it, it's tough because in today's college basketball, the transfer portal and, you know, like like the Gophers lost their best player to an in-conference team last right. year to Ohio State. Yeah. So uh, fans don't really identify with the players or really know anyone's names. But the Gophers, I guess the summation is the Gopher basketball team is more competitive than it's been in several years here. So and get several, on out to the barn. It literally is like 25 years, isn't it, since they've been competitive? Maybe more. No. Well, define competitive, I guess. Like Jim Dutcher. Because Clem Haskins took him to a Final Four that we don't speak about. We That's took those, true. We took those banners down. From <laughs> That's the best part. I love how – so the Gophers make the Final Four in whatever it was, 1997, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, the best season in Gopher history. But we had uh, we had some gal writing papers for some of the basketball players. And that was such a scandal in the late 90s that we had to – we had to sanction the program. We had to run Clem Haskins out of town. We had to pull the banners down from from the barn rooftop. Yeah. And then, then you go forward a little bit. Like 10 years later, we find out that Rick Pitino was literally like turning a blind eye to a prostitution ring uh, at Louisville. <laughs> you know, like all these these other scandals that we've seen the last 25 years. It's like, wait a second. Our guys were just just had some gal writing papers for them. Can we Can we get those banners back up? Why did we take the banners down? Yeah, they shouldn't have done what they did, but was it as bad as what you just said? Hell no, it's not. No, exactly. Ah. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's like right, like Reggie Bush had a, had a Heisman Trophy taken away in the early right. 2000s because he took like $5,000 and a free car from somebody. And now it's like there's football programs that are, you got like 50 guys in the parking lot driving Mercedes SUVs. And I know right. Caleb right. Williams is the quarterback for USC now. He literally lives in like a $20 million penthouse in downtown Los Angeles because these guys can take money. <laughs> right. And you well, I'll tell you, honestly, yeah, I, I literally went and visited a friend of mine in Lincoln, Nebraska. His family owned a radio station down there. His name was Roger Agnew, really nice guy. And I get off the airplane, I hop in a taxi, and we drive past the stadium, Nebraska's football stadium. Last count, there were 27 Trans Ams parked right yeah. next to the. <laughs> like, what yeah. the hell? It's hilarious. I mean, you guys probably saw that the 30 for 30 documentary on ESPN. I don't know. It was probably 10 years ago now. With uh, It was about the SMU football program oh, yeah. from the late 80s that they got the mm-hmm. death penalty because guys were taking money. And Eric, Eric Dickerson was just driving like a $100,000 car in the parking lot. The reporters right. are like, How did you, uh, how'd you get that car? He's got, you know, he's got like a Rolex. He's got $500 sunglasses on just going to practice. But now it's all, I mean, if, you know, there's football players. I mean, think about like, like Caitlin Clark is the star basketball player for Iowa, for instance. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's on national TV every week. She just hit a game winning three pointer a few nights ago. 
Caitlin Clark makes a lot more money playing for Iowa with the NIL money that comes in than she would getting right. drafted number one in the WNBA. That's the crazy thing. That's amazing. WNBA could just not making any money. Uh, I don't think I, I don't know if they're profitable yet. Uh, but the attendance has the attendance is up. The ratings are up there. But but still, even with like the added attention, you're not getting. You're, no one's making like three, four, five million dollars a year in the WNBA. And and there are no. some there are college athletes that off their Instagram profiles off of the NIL money that comes in that just it's better for them to stay in college. You know, one thing I love about that whole women's program stuff is that I was over at the barn one time and it wasn't the basketball team, but it was the volleyball team. Was it Mariucci arena? No, it's what, what is it? Well, the, Mariucci and then uh, Ritter arena is right, is right next to there's Williams arena for basketball. And then there's Mariucci and then Ritter are the three. Mariucci and then Ritter. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I felt, seriously, I felt so intimidated for the first time in my life, because I don't usually get intimidated by anybody, but walking through a group of women who are seven to eight inches taller than me was <laughs> very odd. I'll tell you that. Like, we should get Tom some of those volleyball shorts, too, to wear on the YouTube channel. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> there we go. I want to see Tom in the, the spandex uh, volleyball shorts. That's what yeah. we're <laughs> We might have to change the channel's rating after that. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. Adult content here. They were all about a head taller than me. And I'm like, what the hell? It was so unusual that it felt kind of, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it felt creepy just because it was, I had never been through that before. Like, Jesus. (laughs) That's another, that's another Tom ranks the top five moments where he felt the most creepy and least comfortable in his life. Walking into a volleyball game. (laughs) A women's volleyball game. Yeah. Honest to God. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, they, I love the, by the way, I do love watching Minnesota, uh, university of Minnesota women's volleyball team. They, they're damn good. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, they had kind of a down year this year by their right. standards and down year yeah. for them is like, okay, they're fourth in the conference instead of, you know, competing for, right. for a final four. And it's, and they, I think they kind of took advantage too, for a few years of, you know, the, the men's basketball program, the women's basketball program, some of the, like the more marquee, uh, uh, headline programs over there were down. And so if you're a Gopher fan looking to to go watch a winning team, uh, the volleyball team for about 10 years there was was definitely it. By the way, I just like coming across my timeline here on Black mm-hmm. Monday in the National Football Black League. So, uh, so the commanders, formerly the, the Washington Redskins, now commanders, they have a new owner. So Daniel Snyder was there. Daniel Snyder was right. the worst owner in football for like 20 years. Right. He took mm-hmm. this glory franchise from the 80s and 90s, right? And just kind of tanked it for like 20 years. So they have a new owner now as of like six months ago. But they uh, they fired Ron Rivera, the head coach. That, w- that was expected. Yes. And what they did was today they announced that they've hired Rick Spielman, the former Vikings general manager, to help oversee the search for their new general manager. He was terrible. Well, he was... He was competent. He could build some rosters. Yeah. He whiffed on a couple quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. but he is he has resurfaced as part of the search for a new Washington general manager, along with the former Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, who had this dynasty for the last ten years in the NBA. The architect of that Warriors team, Bob Myers, who left the Warriors about a year ago, uh, he will partner with Rick Spielman to find the new front office. But you know what? If I'm if I'm that Washington owner, I'm like, well, wait a second. 
Why don't we just hire those two guys? Right. Yeah. You know, you could do. I think you could do worse than Rick Spielman. Rick Spielman built some good rosters. Uh, he whiffed on Christian Ponder pretty hardcore. That was right. Yeah. Name, huh? He was a nice guy though. I because I used to criticize the piss out of Christian Ponder. <laughs> Went to a friend of mine's house for dinner. There's like ten people, twelve people there. Christian Ponder was there, and he could oh not God. have been nicer to me. He say, so yeah, yeah, I listen to you every morning, man. Love the show. I like, had a similar more. experience, man. Oh, like you did? After, <laughs> after his rookie, I swear to God, it's, it's actually one of the most probably embarrassing experiences, too, in retrospect. So um, there was some event at Mystic Lake Casino. It, it was like you know, a private sort of 50 fans in a room, and it was going to be a Q&A with Christian Ponder, and I was the MC for this event. So it's me and Christian Ponder up on stage. And, and of course, to rile up the crowd, I get on the microphone, and all right, everyone, Vikings fans, this is your quarterback for the next 10 years. Let's hear it for Christian Ponder. <laughs> yeah, didn't quite, didn't quite last. Didn't, didn't work out for you? Didn't quite last. And he's, he is a super nice guy. It was you know, the most guy. pleasant, like, hour-long interview experience. But, yeah, the dude uh, couldn't quite throw a football the way it needed to be. I will tell you this. This is an absolute fact as I sat down and looked across the table. And then, of course, he came around and sat right next to me so we could talk. But uh, I don't know if it was his wife, his girlfriend, or whatever, but holy God, the boy can pick out a woman. Yeah, Sam Ponder's <laughs> very attractive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you know yeah. Sam? Yeah, well, she's a, or was an ESPN analyst. It's, still is. Is she still on ESPN? <laughs> so, yeah. So she, she hosts the, uh, the Sunday pregame show still on ESPN with, like, Randy Moss and all these others. So that's another story real quick. So Sam... Sam, when, when Christian was like, it was very obvious Christian was f kind of failing and not playing well. Mm -hmm. And um, Sam went on a Twitter blocking spree of, I'm pretty sure, so she, she blocked me on Twitter back in 2013. And I swear to God, I've never said a cross word about Samantha Ponder on Twitter. Yeah. I've never, you know, so I think what she did was, I'm pretty sure she had like a search open for Christian Ponder and anyone that criticized her husband, she would block on Twitter. So Ooh. I have not I have not been able to see Samantha Ponder's tweets in about ten years. I know I'm missing out on a lot, but uh, she blocked me. Yeah. All right. I know we got to go, but I should mention that uh, the house at which we were eating dinner, uh, the person who owned that house invited everybody on his private jet to go down to Cabo San Lucas, except for me. Oh no. <laughs> so I did have to some pay impression the you made. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just don't think I think I've always had a problem in Minnesota because I even if I tried to kiss ass, it wouldn't come out. I can't do it. I can't go. Oh, you're the best. And no, you're an asshole. Tom, when there's a private jet to somewhere tropical on the line, <laughs> you kiss, you pucker up and you kiss ass, my man. <laughs> okay. I can't do it. I literally honestly got like if I give you a compliment, it's a real compliment. It's not bullshit trying to suck up to you. Yeah, I hate that about people. Oh, you're the best. Then, of course, the guy leaves the room. What an asshole that guy is. This is, this is a game show. We need to put Tom through this where, you know, we got like, all right, here we go. Now it's Tom, Tom Bernard. We have a private jet to a tropical <laughs> location and five million dollars in spending wherever he wants. If he just kisses ass for 10 Can't seconds. Do Can Can't Tom do it? Do it? I can't. Uh, even if I try, I can't do it. I just cannot do it. I, when I'm nice to you, it's sincere. That's one thing I can guarantee you. If I'm nice to you, it is sincere. It's not bullshit. I don't need anything from anybody. I got a great life, got a great family. So 
one thing I can say on the upside of it is that if I give you a compliment or I'm nice to you, it's sincere. That's, That's it. good, isn't it? I'm not quite to that point. I still kiss a little ass. <laughs> oh, and, so, and I, and I hope, hopefully someday I won't have to. <laughs> well, I'm a little older than you, so you got some time. Yeah. See, once you get to All that right, point where you don't have to kiss ass, that's when you know you've made it in life. It's great. All right. We're going to talk to you on Friday and looking yeah. forward to that as well. We'll uh, see what happens between now and then. Sounds Thank good. You, Enjoy sir. the rest of your Black Monday in the National the Football Black League. Monday. I thought it was Black Friday. What happened to Black Friday? Uh, well, Black, they might still be firing people on Friday, too. Oh, well, they might. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. See you guys. Yep. Have a good day, sir. We'll take a break. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Chris Eggert will join us. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is a preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo offers one of the wildest and widest selections of firearms in the region. The big box stores say this, they have a big selection, but that usually just means they have a lot of inventory, not a wide selection of different types of firearms. KNL has a broad selection of different calibers, plus KNL surplus and ammo is veteran owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. KNL is committed to safety and is a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL surplus and ammo has been the choice of gun overs for uh, Gun owners, excuse me, for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. That's klgunstore.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. A sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! yeah now we're talking yeah. So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. That was good. I tried to turn my mic on three times and missed the button. I'm having a hell of a morning. What do you think of that? In any case, you have all helped support my pillow. They're employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this, continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now you can save 50% on queen and king pillows, the original My Slippers, of course, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and, of course, many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Well, Chris got a job at the post office. What? That shirt. Isn't that a post office? And that said USPS on it? Uh, it doesn't, but I maybe it should. You got a nice look. That's a nice look, though. You got it. You got like a is that a kind of a baby blue shirt? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's kind of a blue check with a white collar. Uh, nice. Oh, it's yeah. a white collar because it looks your collar looks blue too in the picture. Yeah, I think my looking. light's a little weird in here. Every time I come in here, somebody's messing around with the studio. Don't they know this is the home of my hits for the Tom Bernard <laughs> podcast? You know what the hell's wrong with them? They're I'm all inconsiderate, is what the problem is, Tom. <laughs> Why doesn't Hannah ever come and say hello to me anymore? Does she hate me now? Is that the plan? Mm, she's been talking. She's been schmoozing, <laughs> talking. You know that Bernard. <laughs> He's doing, he's doing that deal, is she? No, I think there's a little bit of snow this morning, and it's actually causing some uh, a few problems on the road. So I think that's what she's probably more uh, concerned with that at the moment. Chris, I'm not kidding you. I've been looking at the the national weather map for the last several weeks. The weather is horrible in the entire United States. It's well, like, we're about geez. to, yeah, we're about to get the cold back this weekend too, like yeah. ridiculously. Um, ridiculously cold. And of course the East coast is getting snow right now. So mm-hmm. if the East coast is getting snow. No one has ever seen a snowstorm, the likes of the one that is going to hit the East coast because that's how the East coast works. Right. Yeah. No. And look, I was watching, watching national uh, weather the other day, Miami, uh, they just missed a hurricane uh, a while back, if you remember, then there was a big tornado this weekend. Thank I saw God. that. Yeah. Yeah. Big tor- it's like hurricanes, tornadoes, thunderstorms, <laughs> like Jesus. Weather's, you know, usually you think of Miami as this, oh, it's sunny and wonderful. We'll go down to the beach. Not this year, man. It's it's a little different now. That's funny you bring that up. I was putting up Christmas or taking down Christmas lights and all that stuff this weekend. And we had one of those old plastic, uh, plastic storage bins from back when we lived in central Florida. And there was a hurricane uh, drawn on the outside of it with a... Um, a permanent marker and it said hurricane supplies and i'm like oh yeah we used to live in freaking florida when like <laughs> that was <laughs> and then i'm loading up my christmas lights in there in the cold and i'm like yeah well the, the, the life has taken a couple different turns hasn't it so where did you where did you live in florida we worked uh my wife and i both worked in orlando for five years oh that's right you told me that i love yeah. orlando yeah it's you, fun you probably do get sick of the disney word disney though don't you I believe it would be like living in Las Vegas where you can either embrace the strip and right. go down and be part of the strip or you don't have to go there at all. So uh, for us, it was we were pre-kids and we had money and we were always having people come to town. So like Orlando was super fun. I, you know, I don't what I think it was that fun today in my uh, age. I'm not sure, but. Okay, you guys, look over my right shoulder. Do you see that Christmas tree that you could see the, uh, the previous three, four weeks? No. Nope. You know why you don't see that Christmas tree over my shoulder uh, that's been there for the last seven weeks? Because uh, Andy and his family came over, and two-year-old Ethan thought it would be a great idea to knock over the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grabbed it. Boom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, last oh, time that... Last time that we went to my uh, Justin's parents, my in-laws' house, uh, Pam, Pam Cakes, lovely woman. Pam Cakes, I like it. Yep, Pam decided to uh, make sure all of her succulents were in reach 
of this one and a half year old. <laughs> oh no! The first one hour of our hang there, I was just playing like defense and trying to like put. It was chaotic. Like this girl almost ruined at least four different clay pot. It was terrible. I'll tell you though, and in closing, that once again Catherine's parading around like, "Oh, I'm such a genius! It's unbelievable." I said, "Oh, why is that?" She bought all unbreakable Christmas bulbs. Nice. That is smart. Yeah, she, they're all unbreakable, and they were just bouncing along the floor as they fell <laughs> off the tree. Kevin McAllister <laughs> would be pissed. Yeah, yeah, can't defend he the would. house with those. Yeah, he'd be dead. He would be dead. <laughs> just be a dead kid. Yeah. Oh well, what the hell? I guess so. I guess Christmas is officially over. What's over on the sixth usually, isn't it? What What's that yeah, day called again? Epiphany. Epiphany. There you go. I've never had an epiphany. That's why I couldn't recall. But in any, never mind. Uh, in any case, moving forward, yeah. So he he actually did tear down the tree a day after the epiphany. So I guess he was right anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had the epiphany. He decided to take it down. I tell you, it's it's wonderful. To have another two-year-old around, I, I see. I love little kids. Always have. Got a seven-year-old granddaughter, five-year-old grandson, and then you got Ethan at two years old. They, I don't. I know they get nuts and all the rest of it, but the love they have because they don't really know humanity yet, so they're not pissed off at the world. I just love that the innocence and uh, uh, they're just so happy. I love that. Right. Well, as as a grandparent, you get to sort of reap all the rewards of that love, but you don't really have to get all that into the weeds on the dirty work that has to be done. That's so it's true. Like, it's perfect, right? That's a very good point, as a matter of fact. But yeah, he loves his bop, bop, and Nana. There's no doubt about it. He's very, very smart kid. Oh, and he's not exactly a dummy, so I guess that works. In any case, what else is happening in the news? Anything, anything good happening in the news? No. <laughs> I love the honest. No, nothing good is happening in the news. Uh, well, we, uh, we they they launched a rocket overnight to the moon, which is kind of interesting, mm -hmm. and they're going to put a probe on there, and uh, it's it's run by private private and uh, private organization, and they're putting seventy people's um, part of their remains or DNA or something or other up on the moon. People they're who leave can, it on the moon. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I don't. From what I know about space it's best to be light and small so i can't imagine it's too much of them that's going to the moon but i guess part of them is there nonetheless would you is that seem I, yeah, appealing I, to anybody here in your in your when you move on to the when you cross the rainbow bridge to have your some of your dna up on the moon although i will tell you the one time i talked to oj simpson many many years ago long time ago since he was been in prison, I've not had a lot of conversations with OJ since then, but I do. And he was totally serious, by the way. Uh, what was it? Capricorn one. Was that the name of the movie he was in going to the moon or whatever? What was the name? He, he, he was in a movie about going to the moon. I remember that. Not sure. Or, I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but yeah, Tommy, I got to tell you something. I don't think that bullshit ever happened. We've never been to the moon. I'm like, okay. He's one of those guys. Even though he did a movie about going to the moon, he didn't think anybody went to the moon. Hey, he's getting paid. He could care less what the content of the movie <laughs> was. But... It's exactly right. So there are a, there are a fair amount of people who believe that to this day. And boy, don't if you ever want to go down the rabbit hole on something, 
Tevin, I know we talked about flat earth. <laughs> flat, flat earth, earth flat earth is 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 one thing. Faking the the moon missions is a whole nother thing. Oh, you, could, yeah. you could spend days on that one. <laughs> yeah. The people that are, you know, they were in the desert and they used a black and white camera and you know, they right. it's right. all slow motion and in a warehouse and you know, they just took really big jumps to make it look like they were floating and it was wires mm -hmm. and yeah, it's all just like that. Well, they might be right because exactly what you're talking about, Tevin. I did see a Waffle House in the background, so. <laughs> yeah, oh man, you know what, Tom? That's the one thing I miss about Florida more than Waffle anything. House? Waffle House. Ah. Oh. Did you hear what one oh, guy good. did about two years ago? If I remember, this is a true story. He went to a Waffle House. I think it was in Orlando too, if I remember correctly. And he didn't like the service, and he didn't like the food. So he decided for about the next two, three, four weeks that he would drive by and shoot out the W on all their signs. So it just said awful house. <laughs> that that seems like an Orlando thing to have happen. It, it does, doesn't it? Uh-huh. They turned them all into awful houses. I told you my very first Waffle House experience, I think, didn't I, when I moved to Jacksonville, Florida? I'm not sure I remember. Let's let's hear it again. I'm a very young boy back then. I was, I think, 20 one something like that 20 21 years old moved to jacksonville florida and you know i couldn't really sleep because i'm new in town so i'm just driving around town trying to figure out you know what i'm going to do where i'm going to go oh i've heard these waffle houses are great so i pull into the waffle house uh they used to be i don't know if they're still open 24 hours a day but they used to be some of them and i walk in and there are two women sitting in a booth and they both have huge curlers in their hair like gigantic curlers and I'm looking at them, and they're talking back and forth about this. And then a third woman, also wearing curlers in her hair, came in, walked up to their table, looked at the woman on her left, and said, I heard you called my daughter a bitch and punched her in the face. Oh, Jeez. sweet. <laughs> Where am I? Jacksonville. Am I? <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida, baby. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Uh -huh. You learn. Jacksonville's well, I thought the other great Jacksonville story, and I'll get off the off the pulpit here, but I went to my first movie, which was Shaft in Africa. Oh, sweet. you guys are too young to remember the Shaft movies, I'm sure. I know but of Shaft, that. Shaft in Africa was the movie showing at the Jacksonville Theater in downtown Jacksonville, which is an island, by the way. There are four yep. separate uh different color bridges heading out, four or five, I think there are four, that head out to the island. I go into the movie, and a movie had already started. I sit down. And as I leave, I realize I'm the only white person in there. And a guy comes up and he goes, what are you, man, are you from out of town? I said, yeah, I just got into town. He goes, I could tell, man. Don't ever come back here. <laughs> I go, okay. All right. So we'll give you a Not pass a this one time. He did. Oh, yeah, he gave me a 100% pass. He's like, ah, you're from out of town. You're dumb. You don't know what the hell you're I told him you were Catman. He would have sat right down. Because I still was Catman then yeah. in Jacksonville. Yep. Absolutely true. I've had some mag because of this business. I've had some magnificent experiences. That's all I have to say. You know, when you go from like New York City, Chicago, Jacksonville, uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, Fargo, North Dakota. I mean, those are different cities to be living in. Yeah. If you go from New York City to let's say Grand Forks, there are a lot of differences in those two towns. I okay. will. Say. Couple, there's a couple yeah. differences. Yeah. Yeah. No question. But. They uh, set me up to interview. I think I did mention this to you before. They set me up to do an interview with a guy who owned a potato farm up in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to interview a farmer. He's probably some dumbass hick. This is going to be horrible. 
pulls up in a brand new Rolls Royce. And I'm oh, like, yeah. well, <laughs> yep. there's money in them near fields. Oh, <laughs> lots and lots of money. No doubt about it. All right. So we got like one minute left. Is there one story that you really need to get to? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking in North Dakota, they, uh, a bunch of miners found a giant mammoth tusk. Really? As they, going, as they were sorting through some material. Yes. Workers spotted a seven-foot-long tusk. Oh, man. This was about, let's see, Freedom Mine, about an hour northwest of Bismarck. Experts believe it's around 100,000 years old. 100,000 years old. And they found a bunch of other uh, mammoth parts, too, while they were there. So that was kind of cool. Can wow. you imagine that? No. no. I can't. I and can't. That's, that's another thing when it gets back to the – AJ, can you imagine <laughs> digging up a – Mammoth tusk at work, but it goes back to the other thing we were talking about earlier with the, with the moon landing thing. There's a lot of people who could look at that tusk and say, well, that's not that's, planted. It's not real. But they it's planted not, it. Yeah. I don't. Why, why wouldn't it disintegrate over a hundred thousand years or whatever? I, you know, I'm not sure it must've been preserved the right way or something or other. It had to have been you know, sealed off from the elements because otherwise it would have just disintegrated. Wouldn't it? I, I would there, say, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. There are a lot of fossils in the um, center central and then Western parts of South Dakota and North Dakota. There's yeah. all kinds yeah. of fossils that, which is really, really, really cool. But if you ever want to watch a really good documentary on Netflix, I think it was um, dinosaur, Dinosaur, dinosaur. Just look up dinosaur. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was about this skeleton of a, a Tyrannosaurus oh, Rex. Yes. Sue. Yeah. Sue. Sue yeah. Rex. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now he's in Chicago. At the Field Museum. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a whole debate about where the dinosaur was found, who mm -hmm. owns the dinosaur. Mm -hmm. It was actually enthralling, Tom. Huh. Yeah, they, didn't they raid some small, like, was it a North Dakota, South Dakota town or something like that? South, South, Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. Yep, it's in Hill City. The, the museum is still there. It's an interesting, if you're ever looking, Tommy, if you're looking for a little dinosaur viewing, I suggest that. Going to North and South Dakota? No, going to Netflix and... <laughs> watching a movie about this dinosaur it's good Trust me. okay well i look i'd love to watch that that stuff fascinates me because we're talking a hundred thousand years i mean that's unbelievable i mean sometimes this show seems that long but <laughs> yeah no. i will say we had that mammoth story on the news this morning and i resisted every 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 part of my being wanted to make a fossil joke about Barlow and refer to his age, but I did not. I took the high road. You're a better man than me. I did me. not say anything. Wasn't it just his birthday? Didn't he just have a birthday a few weeks ago? I think his birthday is in April, but I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I only worked with him for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been stuck in the same dark room in the early morning for the last 10 years. I don't know what his birthday is. He's a nice guy, by the way. I haven't seen him in a long time, but he's always been very pleasant. He's great. Love to have him around. Indeed. All right, Mr. Chrissy. Enjoy the rest of your day, you guys. You too. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye. What's up, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen? Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert brought to you.
I should say again, Channel 5's Chris Eggert, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Some other Hunyuk. Was it some like Italian guy or something's coming on, isn't he? Uh, not if we vote him out. I, I think we should all take a vote. It's not too late. No, oh, I the think line doesn't unanimous. work. I don't know what it is. It's a bad connection. <laughs> We're going through a tunnel, Bob. You know what's interesting about that? Let's say it was true. We went through a tunnel and the lines all went dead. He talks so loud we could still hear him anyway. He doesn't yeah. even need a mic. No. You're very right. He does not. Hey, Tom! It's like, settle down. I'm right next to you. You don't have to scream at me. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. Be right back with Bob Sansevier, ladies and gentlemen. You know the song Kokomo. It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break the Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of it, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island uh, space in the Keys, he lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys. So they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERORES. That's 952-ZERORES. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my crying on your side. Justice for the 
future Bradshaw and Bryant